0: and they can call anything a variant. So it's, it's a molecular biological smoke and mirrors tactic to keep the fear and hype alive in the media. That's all it is.
1: Before we get into this show, I wanna share with you the Z-Stack, a powerful immunity building vitamin pack formulated by Dr. Zelenko, the founder of the Zelenko Protocol. Many of you may have seen my interview with Dr. Zelenko explaining how the combination of quercetin and vitamin C together is a powerful zinc ionophore gun which delivers zinc, the bullet, into the cell where the virus is. Zinc blocks the virus from getting into the cell. Quercetin and vitamin C together are a safe, over-the-counter alternative to hydroxychloroquine. Access to this is needed when government restricts and bans effective treatments. Also, it has been established that high normal levels of vitamin D is important for warding off sickness and staying out of the hospital. With the dangers of the COVID shot, we need a strong immune system to keep from getting sick. The danger is getting sick. That's when the effects of the bioweapon shot takes over. The Z-Stack will provide you with a defensive weapon to fight a potential virus. You can see the studies and also buy yours today at the link below or at sarahwestall.com under shop. I also highly recommend C60 gel caps, daily zeolite detox, and my probiotic greens to maintain a healthy body, all of which you can get at my shop at sarahwestall.com under shop. Welcome to Business Game Changers, I'm Sarah Westall. This show, I have Dr. Joe coming back, Dr. Joe Newsma coming back to the program, and we're gonna go through uh, courses of action for people. Um, I have done other solution shows, but this is going to be kind of a, uh, it's time. It's time for us to figure out how we're going to manage what's coming up and what's happening now. And we're going to talk about a, a parallel process, what to do from a health standpoint, but then also what to do to shut this down and manage some of this. And, and this is everybody. Everybody has to be involved in these things. And as more and more people wake up and more and more people die, we're going to have, have a lot of problems on our hands and so this is a step-by-step process that we're going to go through i'm going to be putting slides up um, as we go through as we add options and as we talk about things that need to be happen so we're going to start with how to keep from getting sick what to do once you are sick and then what what are some of the hopeful options on reversing the effects of these vaccines okay there's two things here there's the vaccinated people and the unvaccinated people and vaccinated people are really in danger and we're going to talk about that and some of you know being unvaccinated around vaccinated people it seems like they're in danger too but we're going to talk about things you can do to keep from getting sick and then the other thing is there's a parallel track that needs to go on to stop this madness and that that needs to keep happening and all of us all hands on deck on doing all of these items and you know, maybe somebody's first gut instinct is, this is going to be a boring show because I don't want to talk about health solutions and I don't want to talk about... No, please listen. Maybe there's some things that you haven't thought about or maybe this is a show that you would feel like you know everything, but it's consolidated in a format that maybe you can share with somebody else and they can learn or um, they can start to put action plans or you can start to put action plans to start helping because we're at war and we need all of us to be working together to find solutions. Okay, so let's get into my really good, it's, it's a conversation and an interview. <laughs> I always tell people I do conversations and I do interviews, so I have a lot of stuff I wanna add and he's one of the top experts in the world at this and so obviously I wanna hear what he has to say as well. So this is Dr. Joe Newsman. we're gonna be talking about solutions and the plans and how we need to go forward. Hi, Dr. Joel. Welcome back to the program.
0: Hi, Sarah. It's ha- I'm happy to be back. It's it's been a long time, and you know I, I I like to share what I have to offer for your listeners.
1: Well, I think that it's time for us to do a blueprint. I've been doing so much research, and I know you have. You've been all over this. In fact, we you were the first one on my show when we were talking about hydroxychloroquine and the fact that what hydroxychloroquine does is it gets the zinc into the cell to block the virus. You were the first one, at the same time that Stanford came out with that study, we re, um, were the first ones to report on that. But what I still remember is some of the things that you recommended, which is still the most important things to do. You explained what hydroxychloroquine did, but the first thing you said is, you know what, the kids, the young ones should just get it. Just get it, get it done with, and then they have the antibodies, and that'll protect so many right. more people. And they never did that, and we know why, right?
0: It seems like a long time ago that we that we had that conversation, Sarah. And it's in the scheme of things, it's it's not that long ago. It's within the last 18 months, and it's just there's been so much craziness that have been jammed down our throat since then it's getting a little difficult to separate the wheat from the chaff, so to speak. So I, I think this is a great idea for a show today to, to tell people exactly what they need to do in order to battle what's going on inside their bodies.
1: That's exactly right. And we have, we're gonna talk about the phases, right? We're gonna talk about what to do to prevent getting sick, whether you were vaccinated or unvaccinated, because the most important thing is don't get sick especially if you've been vaccinated. And we'll talk about why that is the issue. And then we're gonna talk about um, if you do get sick, what can you do to stay alive? And then the third thing that we're gonna talk about is now that we know this vaccine is a death jab, what, you know, there's there's solutions being worked on and we're gonna talk about some of that. So while that's going on to keep people alive, there has to be a parallel track of shutting this madness down. And we have attorney, you know, Thomas rents, and we have all these other doctors out there. We have all these people. And so we can talk about that at the end. Um, and, and we need everybody fighting that battle, but to start off, why is it so important to not get sick?
0: Well, Sarah, it's uh it's a a matter of of homeostasis. And that's just a really fancy science word for your body trying to keep things the same, keeping everything in status quo. And um, just in case there's some new listeners, uh, my background is a PhD in toxicology and 30 years experience in human exposure to drugs, to chemicals, and to microbials. So I'm not just your guy who watched a couple YouTube videos. And the credibility that I bring here is I've worked in the chemical industry. I've worked in pharmaceuticals. I've worked in academics and I've had my own toxicology practice for about 15 years.
1: Explain, explain what toxicology is. So people understand that this is the heart of what we're talking about.
0: Sure. Toxicology is the science that deals with poison and exposure to poison. Excuse me. And the fact of how your body responds to something that's not supposed to be in there naturally. So this is exactly what toxicologists do. They look at what's going on with the xenobiotic, which is a fancy scientific word for that thing that's not supposed to be in your body that you're finding in your body. In this case, it's the vaccine and what's in it. And the body responds to what it's exposed to and protects itself, and this happens every single day, and I've talked about oxidative stress in the past, and the whole reaction to the body to the vaccine is based in oxidative stress. It's oxidative stress through the inflammatory process, and what happens, we saw this in the early days of the viral infection, that the people that were getting the virus were having a massive oxidative stress or inflammatory reaction. And when that happens, it's the body trying to battle what's coming down the pipe to kill itself. And in doing so, it calls in the cavalry. And the cavalry is what's the the, the uh, cytokines and everybody's heard about that cytokine storm. Well, the cytokine storm is when the body mounts such an inflammatory response to what it's trying to kill that it loses control of the immune system and that cytokine storm takes over. And it, it basically the, the people that got the virus were, were drowning, so to say, in fluids that went into their lungs because of this cytokine storm. But it's all based in an inflammatory response from oxidative stress. And the body is used to dealing with oxidative stress on a daily basis. One of the tragic flaws in the human design is that when the mitochondria, the powerhouse of the cell, makes energy for people to do everything that they need to do to be them, that energy process, that creation of the energy kicks out oxygen radicals. And those oxygen radicals create oxidative stress. It happens millions and millions and millions of times a day. It's a normal process and our body is equipped to squelch that oxidative stress. It uses resources and and grabs those those oxygen radicals, and it neutralizes them so that they don't harm the body. And every single cell in the body has a bucket of defenses, and I've talked about this before on your show, and the primary one is a substance called glutathione. And the glutathione hits these oxygen radicals that are created normally every single day, and the cells are able to exist and be healthy because the bucket of defenses is enough to take care of the oxidative stress of regular everyday life. Now, when you add something like that vaccine on board, which can increase the rate of oxidative stress, like make a lot more of those oxygen radicals, that same bucket of defense mechanisms in the cells has to work overtime because not only does it have to do its normal everyday job of squelching the oxidative stress of normal life, but now it also has to take care of what's going on because of a choice that the human host made. Does that make sense? It
1: does. Okay. So there's a few things that, you know, talking to different doctors, talking to yourself that we need to do to keep from getting sick. And, um, and I'm going to just say them right now we have, and I want you to talk about each one of them. We have high levels of normal vitamin D we have, um, zinc, which we need to get into the cell. And there's a couple different ways that we can do that. And and then we have C60, which will help you deal with those free radicals better than anything else on the planet. And you know, there's a couple ways to get the zinc into the cell as well. And I like the over-the-counter Z Stack because it's over-the-counter; you can get it. Hydroxychloroquine also does that. So, can you talk about those three things that are very important for yes. people to not get sick?
0: Yes, absolutely. And and you, you, know, you got a great way of cutting right to the chase. When you talk about people not getting sick, I like to back up one more step before we get into those three specific things and tell people, remind people, because it kind of gets blurred in the background that some of the most important things you can do to keep yourself from getting sick is to manage things like your hydration level and the amount of rest you get and the good nutrition that you do and this exercise that you do. Those four things, you know, rest, hydration, nutrition, and you manage those and you set yourself up for success.
1: You have to do those things first, right? You can't yes. not do, I mean, the things we're going to talk about is assuming that you're trying to do the base things well, too.
0: Yes, exactly. And you know, in my life, when, when I skip the assumptions, you know what happens. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, So then the more specific things you can do in this case, because maybe you've gotten the vaccine already and it's on board and it's doing what it's doing, or somebody that you live with or around has gotten that vaccine and it's doing what they're doing both times you're at risk. And we're going to cover those. We're going to to cover why. But uh, the high vitamin D and the levels of zinc and the carbon 60 are all very good strategies to keep yourself well. And what they have found is that the the levels of vitamins can keep your wellness in such a spot where your body's immune system can fight off what's going on with the virus at the same time time that your body's defense mechanism can handle the oxidative stress. And zinc, just like you mentioned, hydroxychloroquine, uh, the zinc is the key in the whole scheme, in the whole cascade, if you will. Zinc is what can kill the virus if it can get from the outside of the cell to the inside of the cell. So these three things are are specific Solutions to what's going on right now with the high levels of vitamin D that helps your body set it up to defend against the virus and the oxidative stress. And the zinc is really the key in the whole cascade because it kills the virus, but it needs to get in the cell. And hydroxychloroquine is like uh, the quercetin, which is found in the Z stack. Both of those are zinc ionophores. And that's a fancy science word. for just saying the door opener. These things create the mechanism to get the zinc from the outside of the cell to the inside of the cell, where then that zinc goes after the virus. And the key to preventing illness is one or one mechanism, I guess, is to keep the viral load as small as possible. So you can do that if you can get the zinc in a cell, it kills the virus, the virus doesn't reproduce and get a foothold in the body. Another good way to do that is through chlorine dioxide and all of Andreas Clacker's good work. The guy over in Europe that's done 20 years of research on that and you can do that. Those resources are available to you. There's things like disease stack that are over the counter that can help you stay well. And then, of course, there's always the carbon 60. You know, I like the ones from Live Longer Labs, the the carbon 60 or C60 complete, which is carbon 60 that is co-formulated with the black seed oil and the um, curcumin. And we I just recently saw a paper that shows very well that the black seed oil prevents vascular damage from the from the vaccine in people that have had the vaccine what does that mean it gives you another layer of protection to keep that vaccine from poking holes in critical components of what makes people people the blood vessels
1: So the C60, I want to talk about vitamin D, but before we get to the vitamin D, the C60 has the black seed oil in it. And that's what you're talking about. Because the black seed oil itself, not only does the C60 deal with the free radicals, it also this black seed oil in and of itself is, fights this, any virus.
0: It's very therapeutic. You could search black seed oil on, on any search engine and you would find lots of hits on all of the health benefits of having black seed oil in your diet. It's just like the, those three ingredients, the carbon 60, the black seed oil, and the curcumin have, have trem- tremendous health benefits to humans. And so the um, really sets you up for success, sets you up to keep you safe from that oxidative stress that's initiated by the vaccine already being on board. So- Makes sense?
1: It, that makes a lot of sense, yes. So we also brought up Dr. Kalker and I had his stuff running for months in my newsletter. I was the first one to interview him after he went through that phase three trial in Switzerland. It is legal in a lot of countries. And I know I have people um, that are listening to this internationally. The United States, it's not, uh, you can't just buy it, which is awful because they know it works because the Navy has used it for Ebola. They know this stuff works. And and, um, so other countries you can legally order it. And then this country it's harder, although I know there's some methods for getting it and and, um, so people need to be creative, but um, the Z-Stack at least is over the counter and um, hydroxychloroquine is something people can get if their doctor will prescribe it. Now um, let's talk about vitamin D. Because vitamin D is also very, very important. Getting high levels of vitamin normal high levels. I know that the Z stack has five thousand um, units of it, but what do you recommend as being normal high levels, and why is it important?
0: Well, that's that's a very good question. Uh, vitamin D is one of those you can you can get it from milk, or you can go outside in the sun and make it. So, it's also one of those vitamins where the presence of vitamin D helps so many other physiological processes work better so essentially the high levels of vitamin D you know 5000 units is probably a really good start but the the presence of vitamin D makes everything else work better work more efficiently work more effectively and what the physicians have found is that loading up patients that are suffering from covid with vitamin d allows them to fight that infection more effectively so the definition of loading it could be individual for each individual person based on the, the severity of their illness but if you that if there's too much vitamin d it your body's going to eliminate it and um, the fact of the matter is it's going to take what it needs to do what it has to do to fight what it's trying to fight and the unique nature of this Sarah is that each individual person has individual conditions which mimic or which which um which say how much is right for them so it's really a difficult question to answer but you need to start somewhere and most importantly Just like zinc, you need to make sure that vitamin D is in your mix of stuff that you're giving your body to set yourself up for the best possible defense against the virus and the vaccine. So, because right now in today's day and age, it's difficult to tell who really has the virus illness and who really has the vaccine illness. And, you know, the mainstream media is getting real clever, calling it a Delta variant and and saying that the people have this Delta variant and it's mutated and all this. But the Delta variant is largely in fully vaccinated people and is most likely due to the vaccine.
1: It's a vaccine injury issue. And they don't even know what the Delta variant is. They can't isolate it. Most of the stuff is just the flu or something. They haven't even isolated. But we can't fool ourselves they did create a bioweapon and added some stuff to the coronavirus absolutely and, and so people who are out there saying there's no virus or whatever that's just that's not true they did alter it's not true yeah they did alter the coronavirus the cold virus the flu mm-hmm. virus and they, in a lab in a lab and they added some things to make we were it one works. of the
0: first to call it a bioweapon
1: yes we were and yeah, it is that's it is. right so it's disinformation to say there isn't a virus or yep. whatever. But,
0: but I read something that says there's no such thing as any variants. And it's just where they plop the reading frame down on the length of genetic material and they start ticking off their sequence and they can call anything a variant. So it's, it's a molecular, biological, smoke and mirrors tactic to keep the fear and hype alive in the media. That's all it is.
1: And to redirect everybody thinking it's this uh, variant when it's really the, the vaccinated people having effects. And that is clear based on the numbers that are coming out. Okay, so now what now we've, we've right. given people good tools on how to keep from getting sick. Now, once you get sick, once you have this vaccine or your vac- your vaccinated person who is having a reaction, there are some things that you can do Why well, you still want to take the C60, you still want to do the z stack, or if you can take the uh, chlorine dioxide, but then there's ivermectin as well. So right. can you talk about those, those things and why once you're sick, it's important to keep those things going?
0: And it's, let's, and we're, we're lumping sick in if COVID or if vaccine caused sick, it's the same situation because it's all, both of those are based in inflammation and both of those are based in extra oxidative stress that your body has to cover. And The tools that we talk about, the high vitamin D, the zinc, this carbon 60 complete, C60 complete, and the ivermectin, it's all about getting in front of the viral load and the effects of the viral load which is inflammation so it's these types of tools that you have to work with your physician for some of them the z is over the counter c60 complete is available online um, and then you have to keep after it, you have to stay the course because a viral infection is such that if you don't knock out the whole viral infection, it's going to insidiously keep multiplying because that virus, basically it's just some structural proteins and it's a length of genetic code, which tells your, it hijacks your body cells and then tells your body cells to make more virus. And in this case with this vaccine, it's just genetic materials, which hijacks your body's cells and tells your body to make the spike protein. And you've heard a little bit about that and that spike protein is is made. And then that spike protein goes out and creates an inflammatory process resulting in more oxidative stress. So we're seeing an underlying theme across the board, whether it's a viral infection or whether it's a condition formed by the vaccine, it's all based in inflammation. So the key strategy Is control the inflammation in your body. How do you do that? Well, you know, it's, it's, you can do it through natural products, vitamin C, vitamin E. You can do it through the best one in the world, carbon 60, C60 complete will do it. And then you can create, get after the cause of that inflammation by getting after the virus infection or the, the inflammation caused by the vaccine. And that's where your other tools will also come into play. Uh,
1: so can you take ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine or the Z-Stack? Cause it works just like hydroxychloroquine. Can you take them at the mm-hmm. same time? And is that recommended?
0: Well, you only need one. You could take them at the same time cause they're slightly different mechanisms and there shouldn't be any drug interaction there. But of course, drug interactions are more complicated because what else is in the mix? every single person is different. And every single person has different things on board, not only from your prescription pharmaceuticals, but your supplements and your diet and your natural products and everything else. So I would recommend starting with one, you know, whatever you can get your hands on, whatever you can work with your physician, see that it works. If it's not working for you, there's other options. It's kind of like the whole thought process about, Uh, blood pressure treatments. There's lots of different ways to attack high blood pressure, just like this. There's a couple, several different ways to get after the inflammation as a result of a viral infection or that vaccine, or whether it's a spike protein or what have you. And so you have to choose one and you have to go with it. You have to give it a chance to work.
1: Okay, and um, the chlorine dioxide, the hydroxychloroquine or Z-stack and C60, they will all work to help fight it too. And then the ivermectin. Now, ivermectin is something that you get uh, that's prescribed, but you can get it at the pet stores. And so I'm concerned that as the stuff goes down, there isn't going to be access to the the prescribed drugs, the prescription drugs as easily. And even maybe some of this over-the-counter stuff. I think it's important for people to have some of these things in stock, to have some ivermectin, to have meat. make sure you have the Z-Stack. If you can get the prescribed hydroxychloroquine, that's fine too. Make sure you have the vitamin D, make sure you have the C60, but have, have a bigger supply of it just in case. Right. Just in case.
0: Oh yeah, absolutely. And this reminds me of a phrase one of my one of my best friends in the whole world. I hear it often coming out of his mouth. He's a former paratrooper for the 82nd Airborne. One of his favorite phrases, and you're describing it to a T, Sarah, is prior planning prevents piss poor performance.
1: Yep. <laughs> and you don't want to have piss poor performance when it comes to life or your death life. situation <laughs> exactly. for a loved one. Especially the right. people in, in your family who've been vaccinated against your will against what mm-hmm. you've recommended we mm-hmm. all are, I, I don't know anybody who doesn't have a family member who is vaccinated whether you're vaccinated yourself or a family member we're all in that same boat okay right. so now we, we we we've covered how to keep from getting sick what to do if you do get sick okay so here's a recap of what we just discussed on how to keep from getting sick and what to do if you do get sick This file will be up at sarahwestall.com. I will have links to studies and links to where you can get the different products if I know where to get it. So just look for it at sarahwestall.com. It'll be under this show and I'll also have it as a resource on the front page of my website. Now we're to the point where, what do we do to reverse this vaccine damage? Um, I know that there are people working on solutions and they aren't quite there yet, but you're working with somebody on solutions. And I've been putting out, you know, Sherry Edwards stuff, and I know there are a lot of people that have taken that and ran with it. Can you talk about some of that work and um, just to give people hope that there there will be some ways to reverse this and there are a lot of people working on it?
0: There are. And I'll tell you, It's a case near and dear to my heart in my family that I'm working on it. It's uh, my father. He got his vaccine. He listened to folks. And I truly 100% believe that the spike protein is attacking his lungs, resulting in massive inflammation in his lungs. And I have him in protocols with one of my colleagues that uses uh, scalar wave technology and frequencies from Sherry Edwards that uh, are trying to reverse the effects and the presence of um, of that vaccine in his system so that his body can overcome what the vaccine is trying to do that it's really instructed to do. And it's technologies like that which use those those frequencies and the scalar wave projection. Uh, so it, it, it's going to be uh, about perfecting the removal. And it's going to be using remote technologies, which is great because then people don't have to be in the same room and it will be much more effective. Once these brilliant scientists, and I'm telling you, they're smarter than I am, Sherry, because what they're doing is so important and so leading edge that it's difficult to explain it. But what they're doing is providing hope to people who have been um, duped. I guess that's really the best it, it,
1: it is and yeah. and what and what it's doing what i understand is you know sherry edwards can hear hundreds of times better so she's been able to break down each specific spike protein and she's finding more and she posts them and then all these people she gives people a head start because of her ability to hear hundreds it's, she's just amazing if you don't know that you can go know about her you can do some research but all these uh people who've been doing frequency science even mit and i mean it is it's real guys and it's they... it's,
0: it's up and coming of an older technology that was yeah. around in, in, in a long time ago that got um, suppressed if you will it's yeah, been it's going to have a renaissance and a rediscovery
1: Well, and so it's each individual. Now, if there's other solutions, as soon as we know it, I'm going to be talking about it. But this one seems like it's the most promising because we know that it's something that can that can work. Um, You can at least block each spike protein and that's what they're working on and then also working on reversing it. So as soon as we know will be um, getting that information out to people. And it is hopeful, Joe, because a yeah, lot of people are working on it. And I'm so glad that you're working on it with your father. And I know that's awful. You're not glad that he has that situation, but I'm glad that you're working on it because so many people are, are gonna feel hopeless, but there is hope because they're people and the most brilliant people out there are dedicating energy to solving this problem.
0: And in my father's case, there was a predisposing condition. He had the beginnings of some uh, pulmonary fibrosis. So what happened was this vaccine, the spike protein, attacked his weak link. And it's the folks that have these other issues, the comorbidities, that are going to be the most at risk. And that's why it's so important for us and the people we know to continue continue doing what we're doing to provide that hope, because it's kind of like why the virus doesn't attack the young and the athletes. It's because there's higher natural levels of glutathione in those populations of people, and they can fight off the insult from what's trying to kill them. But when you get up into older people that have other issues, whether it's lung conditions or obesity or diabetes or something wrong with their liver, these people are going to succumb faster to that inflammation and oxidative stress, which makes it even more important for you listening to this show who care about those folks that may have those other conditions to gather these tools and get your family and the ones you love to work a little bit harder for themselves so that your family can prevent the tragedy that is everybody is getting set up for.
1: Yeah, and we're getting very concerned about that. Okay, so now we've created a, a plan of attack for health to deal with this bioweapon and this, this vaccine, which is also a bioweapon. We have a parallel track that needs to happen. And, and neither of us are the absolute experts. I don't know anybody in the world that's an expert at what to do, but we all need to be working at it. And right. that's the parallel track of stopping the madness. Like you were saying, the the athletes and the young ones don't need anything. They're, they're already, well, obviously nobody needs a vaccine, but they're yeah. forcing it down everybody's throats. They're doing the mandatory... You know, vaccines, we need to get our butts out there, whatever, everyone can mobilize and fight this. And if you have ideas on how to fight this, then that's what you need, because we need to stop the madness. And then we're going to have to deal with the aftermath at the same time of what's going on, because there could be a lot of orphans. There could be, I mean, we're going to have a lot of problems that we're going to be dealing with. And um, says, so, what do you think?
0: I think that everywhere you have a chance to speak up and say, no, vaccines are bad, don't get it, this is why A, B, and C, just know your three talking points. You're gonna get shouted at, you're gonna get called a a, a selfish person, you're gonna be told that you're killing people, and that's gonna happen. But you need to stand up on your principles and join the grassroots effort. There's more and more physicians every single day coming out and joining the masses saying, don't do this, don't do this. Right now, one of the main pushes is for this the, the the absolute craziness that the CDC is recommending that pregnant people get this vaccine there's a huge percentage of of miscarriage i don't know what it is off 84% the top of my head,
1: but- i do know cuz i sent an and, and i want to talk about this i sent an email with thomas Rentz yesterday and he's getting me some of the documents on that but yeah he verified an email yesterday yes sarah i have all the documents for that 84% miscarriage and cdc just after came the vaccine out. At, from the vaccine, and this came yeah. out, and they're recommending pregnant women, and there's also legislation going through Congress. I published an article, There's thir- as of a month ago, I haven't looked recently, there probably is another one, but 13 new bills coming through Congress to up the vax. you know, what vaccines, whatever, but one of them is geared to get pregnant women more vaccines, and they're... they they're, I mean, wh- when I was pregnant with my son, which he's 24 now, he, the first thing the doctor says, okay, Sarah, no medicines, no none, vaccine. nothing. You can't have anything.
0: Yeah. Right. And
1: uh, now they're giving, pe- I mean, it's insane. 84%. Yes, you're absolutely right. It's 84% miscarriage is the numbers they have.
0: But they're telling people, Oh, it's fine. There's no risk. There's no reproductive risk of this vaccine. It it just, it just cries conspiracy. Yeah. Give you my tinfoil hat. It just cries conspiracy that, they're doing this for this population, what else are they not telling us? It's just all of those adverse effect reporting systems. It's just the amount of death and the amount of adverse effects that have occurred from this vaccine are being ignored by the scientific community that's trying to push for full approval. If this was a mainstream drug to treat anything else, it would have been shut down years ago.
1: Yeah, I mean, or this, yeah, or, or it hasn't been years yet, but it sure the heck feels like it would have been shut down right away like a week into it.
0: Yeah, and it's just, and I have seen, gosh, what's the guy's name? It's uh, David Martin's talk about the patents and how everything is is so intertwined that the CDC was in bed with Moderna and Pfizer the whole time ever since like 2002 and it's it's all planned and everybody is saying you know don't look behind the curtain don't look behind the curtain everything's safe you know give us your arm let us give you this jab and uh the government would never do anything to hurt you come on now and move forward and and you know, get in the box car on the railroad. And it's just, it's absolutely insane. So whenever we have a chance, you have to say no. It's just like Nancy Reagan's old drug pile, just say no. And everybody has to stand up and they have, I mean, you just grab your bootstraps, pull them up and start resisting this because the only thing that is necessary for bad things to happen is for good people to do nothing this is not a case to do nothing. You have to stand up and you have to say, "This has to stop."
1: And you know, I gotta say, with my own kids, uh, my son isn't really in—he's not in school anymore. But with my kids, it's like if there's an mandatory vaccines and they have to, then they're just not gonna go to school for a while. You know, they're in college—that that, the that sucks. Systems, but you know, it's the school the way systems it is. are
0: backing down when they're getting letters from lawyers saying you can't do this and this is why. You know, if you're taking if you're taking liability for stopping COVID 19, then you're taking on liability to stop everything else and you have to you have to prevent the HIV and hepatitis and common cold and everything else. And what policies are you putting in place to segregate people that have that? And it's the challenge of the courts and it's the slowest, most expensive way to fight it, but right now it might be one of the best avenues and people just have to keep doing what we're doing. You gotta keep standing up, you gotta keep saying no, you gotta keep joining forces with like-minded individuals and um, hope that it will be enough and hope that it will be soon enough.
1: Well, and like I said, you keep fighting it, you do all those things, but and, and don't back down, but if you do everything you possibly can and the only way out is to quit, quit your job or I know people have to make money to feed their family but right. if there's if you have two bread earners maybe you don't you know one of you um it doesn't figure happen, out a way. vaccine yeah you've got to figure out a way because uh it's just not worth it if your kids are in college and you can't and they're just not letting you switch universities or just take a semester off while you switch universities right. it's just what you have to do it's awful but we're at war and it is what it is
0: we are that's the best description for it and unfortunately we're at war from within
1: yeah and i'm very unfortunate very unfortunate okay joe where can they learn more about you because you have the ability tell people what you do because i think if people want if people want to figure out what they need to do from a drug interaction standpoint and to get off other pharmaceutical drugs, and I know you're very busy, focused on, you're doing such great work with cities and things. Um, Talk about a little bit about what you're doing.
0: Sure. Uh, My practice can be found at superior toxicology.com. And one phase of what I do is called the HOPE program, and it's the Health Optimization Prescription Evaluation. And what I do is I take a history, very detailed of all the pharmaceutical products people are on, why they're on them, how long they've been on them, doses and potential uh, good and bad effects of those. And I do a deep dive with them because physicians don't have time to do it. And with uh, a conversation with these folks, I generate a strategy for them to bring back to their healthcare provider, essentially challenging them them to find out if they really need to be on these drug products and it helps people regain control of their life just in a little bit by saying do i need to be on all these drugs why am i taking them why did i start taking them do i still need to be on it and i try to get them off the pharmaceutical products and some of the strategy is uh, linked to the to the c60 use and the natural products and all the benefits of that and that can be found again at superior toxicology.com you just scroll down till you find the buttons for the hope program for five drugs or less or or six drugs or more and um, i'm happy to do that for anybody there's a contact sheet there. You can send me any questions you want. I try to answer all the email as quickly as possible. Sometimes it's difficult, but um, and beyond that, the work I'm doing with the cities is with uh, water purification with a, co- a compound called twin oxide, which is a very ultra pure form of chlorine dioxide. And when you remove chlorine and use twin oxide, we take the carcinogens out of drinking water. So yes, I am very diverse and uh, I am quite busy. But uh, this is important work, Sarah, and you need to find time to do it when when people ask you for help.
1: Well, and when we're in this kind of situation, (laughs) I think we need all hands on deck. Absolutely.
0: 100%.
1: So thank you so much, Dr. Joe. I really appreciate it. I always enjoy talking to you. So thank you so much for coming on the program.
0: Anytime. I'm I'm happy to help. And uh, I'll, I'll always come back and talk about anything with you.